Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. My name is Belinda O'Neill and I am your host. This series of podcasts is titled Inspiring Stories and I have been very fortunate to be joined by really inspirational people. I do hope that you take away as much inspiration from their stories as I have through interviewing them. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today on the Be Inspired to Be podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by a really good friend of mine. Um, We've been friends for over three decades. Um, It's the wonderful Lisa Hughes. And Lisa is the director of Mourn Scan Clinic. And Mourn Scan Clinic was set up in 2019 in Newry. Lisa previously worked as a radiographer in Daisy Hill Hospital for many, many years before she took a leap of faith and set up her own private practice. Lisa, I'm very blessed to call you my friend and I'm delighted to welcome you to my podcast and I'm so excited to hear all about your inspiring story. So Lisa, what inspired you to leave your long-term health service career to set up your own private practice? Well, good morning, Belinda. It is lovely to talk to you this morning, as always. Um, so, first question, what inspired me to leave my long-term health service career? Well, I suppose I can start by saying that I loved working in the NHS. I made great friends, great colleagues, loved my job, learned great skills. But I suppose we can't deny the fact that the NHS is struggling. So, very often people would ask me where they could go to get a scan outside of the NHS, where... They could get something quick, get a good service, a private scan. People didn't mind paying a price for it. Um, And that is what I sort of saw as a niche in the market, if you want to call it. But more than that, just providing a service for people because it's something that I felt I was good at. People told me I was good at it. So I thought, right, let's try this. Let's just have a go at it. So that's what took me out of a long-term health service career. It was a big jump, I can tell you. But... um, I never looked back. Brilliant, brilliant. And what was that transition like, moving from a long-term employee to setting up your own practice and becoming an, an employer? Mm. Well, suppose it's not really the way I looked at it. You know, the way I looked at it was it started off as just me. Um, I did, I booked the appointments, I, I did the scans, I did the reports, I sent the reports. Um, so it was just me in the beginning. I wasn't an employer. I was just looking after myself, I was self-employed, I suppose. Um, and I loved the challenge of that. Um, I had no business acumen at all. I'd never known anything about business. But my husband was in business, so I suppose maybe I had some idea of the of the hours and the commitment. Um, but I loved the challenge. But as the business grew, then um, I was very lucky to be able to employ uh, Louise, who I worked with and trusted for many years. Um, I worked with her for many years in Daisy Hill. Um, and she came on board and really helped me along with the admin. Um, she was great with patience. Well, she is great with patience, not that she was. She continues to be great with patience. <laughs> um, and a very organised person, so I needed somebody very organised to come in and just help me run things. Um, and because I had already set it all up, she slotted in very easily. Um, and from there, um, I suppose I've been lucky enough along the way to employ people who I have worked with and who I trust, who I know are good at their job. Um, and family as well. I have my girls working for me, which which is great, great experience for them as well. So Real family business, Lisa. Well, it is a family business, mm. yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Um, it's great experience. The kids coming out of school are able to, you know, uh, spend a wee bit of time working with me, which I really enjoy that time with them. They learn a wee bit about what I do 
and I suppose they, they think more of you when they realise that actually you're a person outside the house. <laughs> of course. You know, you're not just a slave. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's employee to employer, I suppose. Um, I didn't realise the responsibilities of being an employer whenever I, I started out on this journey, but I've learned along the way. Continue to learn. So you're a very busy entrepreneur um, and mum, Lisa, which you've alluded to, and it's I think it's fantastic that your family are also engaged in the business. I think that's just fantastic, great foundation for them. How do you manage it all? Well, <laughs> sometimes I manage it and sometimes I don't. That's the truth of the matter. Some days are better than others. But um, I really wouldn't be able to do it unless I had good support at home. I have great support at home. Um, Colin's great. Uh, he really helps me out and supports me very well. And, and was very supportive in the beginning when I mentioned starting out because, as you know, when you start out on your own, doing your own job, um, at your own business, you can't take a wage. So I needed the financial support at home, and he was great at that. And the kids were small. I worked part-time. Um, but now that the kids were up a wee bit, I sort of felt I could do something for myself, something I was really interested in. And, and that's when I started up this business, I suppose, as well. So now that the kids are up a little bit, they're very self-sufficient, one away at university, so things are a lot easier to manage at home than they would have been when they were babies. I couldn't have done this when they were babies. Um, so it's possible to put a bit more time into my career and, and me. Um, so, yeah, the kids are self-sufficient. Um, they come and go from my workplace. I'm able to manage my hours around, leaving them to school, picking them up, taking time off to go over and see Emma in Edinburgh, um, which I love doing as well. So... It's, a, it's all a bit of a juggling act, but that's that's the joy in it, isn't it? You know, that's, that's the pleasure. You've attained the balance, though, haven't you? Sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> that was always the goal, to try and balance everything. Um, it's never perfect, but I accept that. Um, I'm not a perfect mum. I'm not a perfect radiographer, but I do my best. And that's Fantastic. all you can do, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And I suppose as you reflect back on your journey, if you reflect back on your journey, Lisa, mm -hmm. what's the best advice that you would now, going through the experiences and the challenges and the joys of setting up your own business and the whole journey you've been on, mm -hmm. what's the best advice you would now give to your younger self? To my younger self, I suppose when you're young, you're ambitious, aren't you? Um, and it's all about work. And you think there's nothing else in life, only work. <laughs> And you work really hard. I suppose I would still tell my younger self, give it your all, work really hard. Great advice. But the other bit of advice is that it's just as important to have a life outside work. Um, I suppose as you get a bit older, you're, you're a bit more reflective on things like that. And you do challenge yourself to try and, and get that work-life balance. Um, and I suppose a line that I use all the time and it's a line that I take on board all the time is don't sweat the small stuff try and keep it all in perspective and all the little things that drive you crazy really don't matter very much in the long term you know so I keep reminding myself of that in every situation let it go yeah. you know don't don't be upsetting yourself with little tiny things look at the bigger picture um so I would have told myself that years ago if I had the sense then <laughs> But I've grown that sense as I've got older. That's the thing you get wiser, don't you? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and Lisa, for someone um, perhaps listening to, to this podcast and who is considering making a change, um, perhaps setting up their own business, what would you say to them? What, what's the key learnings that you have had? Um, what would you say to them if they were embarking 
on something new? I am no expert. <laughs> but if you're embarking on something new, I think you need to do the research. Uh, but having said that, you need to have a go and be brave. Don't look back and regret not doing something because you can only try and fail, but you've learned along the way. So, But something I, I try to drum into my kids as well, it's okay to be brave and have a go, And but if you're going to give it all up, which I did, I gave up a good career, a good job to do something which really was a leap of faith, um, you need to have a backup plan. Um, so I tell my kids that all the time, you know, yes, go get your degree, that, that's the backup plan, and then do whatever you want, travel, do whatever you want, but have something to fall back on. So um, I suppose anybody setting up in a business, do the research, have a go, be brave, but have a backup plan, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Absolutely. Sensible advice, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Suppose just, to, again, as you're reflecting back, um, what has been the most rewarding part of your journey, whether it be personal or work or both? Uh, I suppose from a work point of view, which is a big part of my life, um, you've lots of rewards, but the thing I love most, my most favourite thing is when you see a lady lots of times throughout their pregnancy and you're you're trying to give them a little bit of support throughout their pregnancy and we look at the baby's face on a scan and we look at the little fingers and the little toes and the heart beating and then they have the baby. And they might send you a message to say the baby was born and everything is well or everything is not well, whatever the case might be. And then maybe six months later when the mum is actually getting out of the house and getting herself dressed (laughs) and able to wash her face and all those things, (laughs) they might arrive into the clinic. And that to me is just magic. It's magic to see the baby after after all of that um, journey. And sometimes you've maybe, you know, you've forgotten them a little bit. You've seen so many people in between and then you see them and they're like a new person. They're, they're, They're mummy, you know. But that's that's the work thing, and that is I find that very rewarding. But of course, you know, with my home life, um, it's the little tiny things that you take great pride in. You know, uh, it might be a text message in the middle of the day, somebody saying thanks, mum, for lunch, or um, things like that that mean an awful lot to you. A card at Christmas that's not just to mum from Aaron, from Emma, from Grace. It says a little thing like. Thank you so much for everything you do. I really oh. appreciate that. And that means everything. It yeah. doesn't matter about the wee tiny present or the big massive present. It's all about what the sentiment is. Yes. So I, ke- I keep all those cards. I keep all the little notes from the kids, as I'm sure every mummy does. But I have those in my bedside locker and, and they mean a lot to me. So those are my rewards. Love it. Love it. And and great rewards they are too. They are. Um. As I said at the start of our interview, uh, I've known you a very long time and blessed to call you my friend. Um, you're a naturally inspiring person, Lisa, a very calm person. Who has been your biggest inspiration? Well, Belinda, as you know, I was brought up in a house with six brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents had a motor trade business and they both, both worked very hard. So my mum and dad um, were both very inspirational to me. Um, my mum, she would have done the books and helped run the business um, and also ran a busy house, as you can imagine, with all those boys in particular. Of course, the girl was an angel <laughs> and a great help to her. <laughs> Which is, Absolutely. you know. <laughs> but uh, when I look at her, I think, God, she's such a positive person. Mm. Um, doesn't let anything get to her. Um she doesn't let anything get her down. And that, for me, is very inspirational because she's had her hard times in her life 
Uh, she's worked very hard and she's managed to raise a family who we've all done okay and we're all happy and content in our lives. And what more is there? What more are we aspiring? So she's my inspiration. She'll die lovely? when she hears this. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> no, she'll be so proud, as I, as she I know will, she as is. As I am of her, yes, yeah. absolutely. Isn't that lovely? Mm. Lovely. And, you know, suppose they said, just listening to you and your career, and it's just fantastic, you've, you've established a really thriving business um, located here in Euro. You've created employment. You've achieved so, so much already. What do you plan on next? Well, I suppose from a work point of view, I do like to separate the work and the real life stuff. So from a work point of view, um, I'm actually, at the minute, I'm putting a lot of time into setting up a new service within the business. Fabulous. It's, it's genetic testing, which is really interesting. It'll actually blow your mind when you think of all the things that you can do genetic testing for, all the different um, abnormalities. Um, so because I do scans for pregnant ladies in particular we're always looking for pathology and ab- abnormalities some of these are genetic um, so in today's world we can test for things before a baby's ever born and we can find out what sort of things the mother and the father are carrying and how likely it is in fact if their child is a carrier even before they're born so we can tell if they've problems with their ears before they have ears wow if it's genetic disorder so this is the new service that i'm hoping to develop so from my point of view it's a simple blood test that you would come to more scan clinic you would have a simple blood test we send that away and um get that tested it's a clinic in cyprus that that will be doing this a laboratory in cyprus that will be doing this so within a week then you have these results back so you know parents will know long before the baby's born and can have counseling and everything if it's a significant genetic defect which which is no, I think it's a really good service. Um, it's something that's not new to Newry. I know there are other places at the moment that do it, but okay. it's new to me. Okay. Um, and this particular laboratory, it's it's um, it's all very most modern equipment that they're using and the most modern techniques to do this genetic testing. So it's very very interesting stuff. So I'm in the middle of setting that up. Um, I'm putting a bit of time and effort into that. And w- with any health professional, you have to do continuous professional development. So I'm constantly trying to keep up a little bit of study and, you know, keep up to date with all the latest happenings in ultrasound and radiography, which um, which takes up a bit of time as well in my week. Um, I suppose on the home front, which is <laughs> the real stuff, we've two family weddings this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, lovely. So um, my sister-in-law is getting married um, next week, actually, week after next. Um, we're really looking forward to that. And then my brother's getting married in October. Oh, lovely. So can't wait for those. Sure, it's always good to have a family get-together, isn't it? It's always good fun. And then I suppose my other big thing this year, I'm going to get the beach body. <laughs> yeah, working towards that. <laughs> I say that this time every year, by the way. Lisa, you're beautiful just as you are. Just as you are. You don't need no beach body. Well, we aspire to be perfect, don't we? We'll never get there, but we'll try. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, and tell me, have you gone to Cyprus to, to view the clinic? I haven't. I haven't. No, well, I have to I be might. on the agenda now, well, too. Yeah, well, maybe we could maybe we could make that a girls' <laughs> research project. That would be yeah, fantastic. Be Look forward to that. that. <laughs> Look forward to that. Lisa. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on my Be Inspired to Be podcast. Um, For listeners, if they want to reach out to you in Warren Scan Clinic, how best can they do that? Uh, Well, we have a website. um, 
it's www.mornscanclinic.com um, the phone number and all the information is there my mobile number is on it if you wanted to get in touch with me if you have something personal that you want to discuss as regards uh, a scan if you wanted to know if something's appropriate for ultrasound you can give us a call there we'll have a chat um, yeah and you can book through the website as well if you fantastic. wanted to book an appointment absolutely fantastic and you're, you're seven day a week really service we are seven days yeah. a week service amazing thought I know the work life balance <laughs> sort of goes out the window there a little bit now and again but so you offer uh, great flexibility yeah, for, for yeah. patients and you've yeah. patients from all over the island of Ireland that's haven't right. you that's yeah, very true fantastic yeah, yeah. fantastic thank goodness long may it last absolutely <laughs> well congratulations on your success thank may you, it continue um, and again, thank you so, so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, Bledis. Pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. I do hope that you've enjoyed the episode. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast to be notified when the next episode is aired. You can follow me across all of the social media platforms. Just search for Be Inspired to Be. Or indeed, you can visit my website, www.beinspiredtobe.com